0: There are gajillions of programs and approaches to fat loss, all with different superstitious, esoteric recommendations for what to eat, when, how, and why. And TKN's program tends to end with higher calorie intakes rather than lower, more food instead of less. Now, why is that? In this episode, Dr. Kashi answers that question and explains the five key factors to permanent results and why our approach is psychologically satisfying. Roll the intro. Good day, everybody. I think it's day. Maybe some places it's morning. I don't know. It's awkward. It's 11 a.m. for me here, which means it might be afternoon for some and morning for other. I don't really know how this stuff works. In any case, welcome to today's episode of coffee with Kashi. And today we had a interesting question, a good question from one of our fabulous members in our private client program. He called me up. He was like, doo, 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 doo. hey, Dr. Kashi, can you explain what is happening and why we increase our calories, we increase our energy through our fat loss phases and build up the calorie intake? What are we doing? What's what's going on? Are we convincing our body of something? What is this magic? Do, do, do. Okay. Well, I'm so glad you asked. There's a pretty big list of reasons why we employ this method. I have almost finished writing an entire book on it. Uh, but what I'm going to do is I'm going to leave out a lot of the fancy stuff and break down the most important points for you guys. Why we go about adding energy back the way we do and what it means. So. And break this down, at the beginning of a lower calorie phase, uh, everybody's measuring, tracking, logging, and, and the reporting skills, they're just not as good. When energy is way high, it's easier to get lax. If you've never done it before, then you have to learn, right? And so really, by choosing the starting points that we do, this kind of creates a built-in buffer so that you can still make progress while you are sharpening or resharpening the skills that give you the permanent results, okay? Number two. Every single other program in the history of this universe, the end of the low calorie phase is the absolute worst. Why? Because your energies are the lowest. Not only that, it also means that your lowest body fat is simultaneously matched with your lowest calories. That sucks. You know why? This means that when the fat loss phase is over, you literally have nowhere to go but up. And this is, I think, a primary reason why most methods fail, all right? and. The way that we operate seems kind of counterintuitive at first, but I think it makes more sense when you take a step back. We make sure fat loss is the fastest when you're carrying the most fat. Then, as you progress through your fat loss phase, your body fat simultaneously declines as your energy goes up. And this means that at the end of your fat loss phase, your energy is anti correlated with your body fat. In, in practical terms anyway. So that is to say that instead of your body fat being lowest when your calories are lowest, your body fat is lowest when your calories are at the highest part of the fat loss phase. It's pretty neat, right? So number three is that this builds into the what I think are the five key factors to permanent results, is that this creates a more psychologically satisfying approach to fat loss because you know more energy is always coming. It's not like, ooh, am I going to lose more food this week or not? Am I going to be good? Is it going to cut? What's happening? There's always kind of anxiety built up. Like if your body fat stays the same or it goes up a little bit, that happens. Body weight goes up during fat loss phases. It's strange, but it occurs for a number of reasons. There's always a little bit of anxiety. like, ooh, am I going to have to eat less next week? Well, with this method, you already know. You know that there's going to be an incline. There's going to be an ascension. There's going to be more energy available for you week to week. Now it is more physiologically satisfying approach to fat loss because the relative food satisfaction is, is highest when body fat is highest. That means that it's easier to eat less when you're carrying more body fat and harder to eat less when you're carrying less body fat. So this is structured so that you get the most food at the end of the fat loss phase, right? So. Even though it might seem counterintuitive to go a little bit lower at the very beginning, this takes advantage of the fact that your food satisfaction your meal satisfaction is much higher when body fat is higher. So oddly enough, less food is actually more tolerable. And as you get leaner, less food is less tolerable, which is why near the end of the fat loss phase, you want to prioritize as much food as you possibly can in maintaining progress. Now, this is a more logistically feasible approach to fat loss because there's a healthy cyclical nature to the way your plan works out. The recovery phase is built into the fat loss phase, so there's no worry about how long it's going to go on or if you'll maintain your progress. This provides us with a way to uh, what squeeze the last drop of blood out of the stone, so to speak. I don't really know what the phrase is. I just kind of made that up. Basically, each time you end up improving your you're positioned calorically and compositionally. And this is a more permanent approach. Number four, it's a more permanent approach to fat loss because there is no longer pressure to stay, how do I say this? There's no longer pressure to stay eating rabbit food forever, right? Because if you have a successful fat loss phase, lots of people do, but then they're stuck. Are eating very low amounts of food. Your exercise might be very high, and your body fat might be reasonable. But your exercise might be so high, and your food is so low and crappy that there's no way you can there's no way you can make that work. And with this method, you don't have to worry about that anymore. Your calorie to body weight ratio trends down in other methods, but the longer you're with TKN, the higher it trends, the more it trends up. The amount of food you eat relative to your body weight actually goes up, and as the, the original Asker hinted the private, the private client in this question, it, it is a hormonally healthy approach to fat loss relative to other draconian starvation methods because the longer the, fat lo- the longer the fat loss phase goes in this context, the more relatively thermogenic you become. And we purposefully eat calories back up, potentially increasing all types of thermogenesis. And this gives you more energy to work with during fat loss and at the start of the next fat loss phase if it's required. So harmonizing these cycles together is why so many of my private clients have such crazy reported calorie intakes relative to their body weight. So many people, regular people, they're efficient with their energy. And you don't want to be efficient with your energy. Maybe if you have a car right? You want to get good gas mileage, but you don't want to be a Prius of a human. That sucks. That means you take very little energy and you go very far with it. That's like you you have, everybody knows a person. You might be a person like if I just look at, if I just look at donuts, I get fatter, right? That's probably a very energy efficient person. It doesn't take much to carry them. And we want the exact opposite. We want to be the gas guzzling Hummers and Lambos. More energy use. Hell yeah. More output. Yes, definitely more output. So if you know, if you know anyone that could benefit from TKN, then make sure to send them to cashycommand.com and make sure they mention you sent them. Want to continue having coffee with Dr. Cashy? Head over to iTunes to subscribe, rate, and leave a review. It is very much appreciated. Thank you, and see you next week. Dr. Cashy is out.